0: Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. I'm Ken Moore, and on this edition of Arkansas AgCast, I am at the headquarters of Seal Solar in North Little Rock, and today we're speaking with Josh Davenport and Heather Nelson. Josh and Heather are co-founders of Seal Solar. Uh, Josh is the chief executive officer and Heather is the chief operating officer, but they're basically just a team here helping advance solar energy in, in Arkansas. And, uh, and, and it's great to talk with you guys this afternoon and learn more about it. And I mean, it's becoming more efficient. It's becoming more affordable. And we want to talk, uh, with you guys today about how you're reaching out to farmers and ranchers and how our agricultural producers are able to utilize solar energy to reduce their electric bills, if not eliminate them, and uh, just do what they do more efficiently and more affordably. So, so so, Josh, let's start with you first of all. Let's just talk about, tell me about the history of SEAL Solar and how long you guys have been in business and what you're doing today.
1: So we started in the energy efficiency business uh, seven years ago, and we're going into homes and businesses, making them more energy efficient—duct sealing, air sealing, and insulation—and that grew to acquiring a heating and air firm, and that grew to buying insulation machines, and then ultimately doing solar. And as of about three months ago, we have sold our heat and air side and our energy efficiency side to solely focus on solar, because you know it's kind of the privilege of focus—is when you're focused on one thing hopefully you can get really great at it. And so we feel like we were good at several things, but now we're ready to be great at solar. And so um, it's been a fun ride so far, and it just, and, and in Arkansas it's just steadily growing.
0: Heather, you could kind of pick up where Josh left off. Tell me about the demand and uh, and why you guys can be a major player.
2: Well, we started putting R&D money into solar back in 2015, and it was a fateful story um, of a uh, Josh heard a California solar uh, firm advertising in, on Sirius Radio here in Arkansas, to Arkansans. And I was in Haiti watching them put solar panels on down there. And so it was kind of a, one of those God things where we were both having a, a moment going, is solar really, is it kind of here and now? because we we had always dreamed that solar was going to be part of our business plan we just never imagined it was going to happen so quickly so in 2015 um we both kind of felt let's just start looking into it and uh Josh Drunk dialed, I like to joke, um, the CEO of the company that he heard advertising in California, and he finally got him to pick up the phone, and he, uh, we flew him in from California. We pulled our key people out of the field and out of the office for a week, and we just sat in a hotel room with him and just drilled him. You know, there's a, the old adage is, uh, there's a, the crystal ball and anything is whatever's happening on the east and west coast eventually will make it here. And right. so that same philosophy is kind of the approach that we took. We actually did an, kind of did an announcement a little bit that we were looking at solar and we thought that was really big and brave. And most of the people that we were talking to at the time said, you know, Heather, you and Josh are really have lost your mind. We do the, it was a one-page kind of a story ad that we did in Arkansas business, and three days later, the first large solar array announcement by a utility got announced. And so we were as blown away as anybody that what we thought was maybe a ways off was already in the here and now. And shortly after that, um, Josh had the opportunity to go speak with a group of farmers over in Stuttgart. And um, he got mauled a little bit afterwards. I wasn't at the event, but I've heard pray tell. And um, one of the farmers was Tom Jacobs, who had, is a fifth-generation farmer out of DeWitt. And Tom said, I want you to come out to my farm right now. And they went out there. And that started a long, arduous process. It took us almost a year to design and redesign his solar array for his farm, but he was bound and determined to to use the technology, and he really wanted to be a pioneer. He's, he saw solar before, in a lot of ways, any other farmer. He saw it as this is a solution for us to control our energy cost, and his famous quote is, the same sun that I use to raise my crops, I can use now to offset my energy costs, and so our team uh, was so grateful to get to work with him because we did end up redesigning that system two or three times because the problem was that he was a little bit um, out in front of the utilities as far as um, them being, you know, not everybody had, nobody had really tried to test that, uh, putting a solar ray on one meter and tying it into multiple meters. And there was... Um, a little bit, Josh can probably t- describe it better than I can, but there was, you know, a little gap in the, in the law, and so, we really had to kind of redesign the system so that he could do it. And so that's how it ended up making the cover of Arkansas Business, um, his story of how he kind of kept pushing going, I really want solar on my farm. And so that was once, you know, it's kind of when you do, it's really hard the first one, but once mm-hmm. you get the first one, you kind of fall in love and you forget. Sure. It's kind of like having a baby, I hear. <laughs> I'm not a mother. <laughs> But, you know, that it's really, really hard in the process of having a baby. But then once you have it, you're going, oh, you forget the pain. And that was kind of what happened to us with that one. We forgot how painful that first one was. And it was just such an obvious... Um, there was just such symmetry and synergy between farming and solar. It just makes so much sense. Farmers have never, ever, ever had any control over their energy costs. And they are real energy hogs. Um, yeah. And so, and frankly, I have to be honest, I don't know that our team really had a, an understanding of, of what a big energy users they were. And so it's just been a real, an, an honor, really, to get to, Help bring that technology to farmers and to educate them on what's available to them, and then to watch them using it to transform their their farming operations. It's really uh, it's really amazing.
0: So when uh, when was that with Tom Jacobs? How long ago was that?
2: That was we started the process with him in 2016, and Go uh, we got it in the ground in the fall of 2017.
0: And so after you learned and kind of worked through that project with him. How many more farm clients do you have now? You know, Because word has spread, and, and, and the success you've had, and I'm sure Mr. Jacobs has been a big advocate for you guys.
1: Sure. We're probably in the, the double digits now, not just row crop farmers, but uh, poultry farmers. And, and the truth is, is all these farmers, you know, some, some of them are multiple generations, and they're just used to paying electric bill, and it just keeps getting higher and higher, and they think it is what it is. And so what solar is doing is it's locking in a cost where normally that's, they can't control it. So they can control, you know, some to extent what their, what type of equipment they're going to buy, whether it's green or yellow or what kind of grain bins they're going to drive, but they cannot control where and how much they buy their electricity from. And what solar is doing is locking it in at a price lower than what they're paying right now for 25 to 30 years. And so it would be like me going to you and saying, I'm going to dig a big hole in your backyard. I'm going to fill it full of gasoline. Right now you're paying $2.50 a gallon. I'm going to lock in the cost of gasoline at $0.50 a gallon for the next 25 to 30 years. So it's certainty. It's hedging against risk that you normally could not hedge against.
0: What if we have cloudy days? What if you have a big overcast day? Does solar still work 365, you know, all the year long, regardless of the weather?
1: So, sure. So when we do our modeling, we take into account 30 years of weather history. And so when we're projecting what a system's going to produce, we take into account those rainy days and those cloudy days. Now, granted, that solar might not be producing at its peak, but it's still producing a little bit. And so what's making solar work in Arkansas is a billing mechanism called net metering. And net metering, here's how it works. Say you have solar on your farm and you produce a 1,000 kilowatt hours in one month. And you only use 800 kilowatt hours. That excess of 200 kilowatt hours, that's how we're building kilowatt hours, rolls over to the next month's bill. So we size the system to kind of cover the annual consumption of an entire farm. And so there's really not a whole lot of extra production. It's kind of an eat what you kill mentality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it takes into account those rainy days, and so just like anything else, there's kind of a load curve. J- June, July, and August, you get really, really high production because the sun's really high in the sky, and it's in the hot in, in the sky for a long
2: time. That's another reason that solar makes so much sense for farmers is because when their demand is high, is when also the production is going to be high. So it, it makes a lot of sense in that in in that variable.
0: So Josh just talk about how it can reduce or even eliminate a customer's electric bill.
2: So sure. So most of the systems
1: out there have a 25 to 30-year warranty, right? And so if you – basically what you're doing is you're buying for 25 to 30 years at one time. Now, there's a investment tax credit that helps pay for that. It's a 30 percent investment tax credit. That's not a deduction. It's a dollar-for-dollar credit with no maximum. So you spend $100, you get 30 bucks back. You spend $1,000, you get $300. Um, that drops down to 26% as of right now under current legislation at the end of this year. So that's one thing that's helping pay for the solar. The other thing that's helping pay for it is you can depreciate it like it's a piece of equipment. Farmers understand depreciation better than I do. And so you can account for another 20% of that system's cost through depreciation. So right out of the gate, about 50% of your system's cost is being covered through tax incentives. So now we're looking at a system that originally used to think everybody thought had a, you know, 10 to 15 year payback, we're seeing systems have a 5 to 7 year payback on a 25 to 30 year warranted system, which is really 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 cool. Yeah. So if you add up 25 years worth of kilowatt hour production that this system's warranted to produce and you back into what it actually cost you to produce, you're really producing a kilowatt hour around 1.2 uh, or 1 to 2 cents per kilowatt hour. Right now, you're paying at your home 10 cents. Farmers are paying anywhere between 7 to 10 cents. Some farmers are paying upwards of 19 cents in Arkansas for a kilowatt hour. So, if I come to you and I say, I can lock in your rate at 1 to 2 cents a kilowatt hour for the next 25 to 30 years and basically uh, firm up that price, typically energy prices go up 3 to 4 percent a year, and I firm up that price, it's a no brainer proposition.
0: Yeah, you just said it, no brainer. I mean, it's maintenance free. You do have, uh, your 30 year equipment warranty, uh, and you just referenced the federal tax credit and, uh, USDA grants and loans that, uh, farmers can take advantage of to, uh, to get into this as well. I mean, it's, it seems to me we're not going to totally eliminate electric generating, generated power, but it seems to me like it's, it's, it's a viable alternative and it's a cost efficient future.
2: You know, the main thing we really thought that, um, after everything that had happened with tariffs this year and, and we've had a you know, bad spring as far as weather, and we were really worried about would this be a good year for solar for farmers because, you know, they're just just one hit after another. And a longtime uh, family friends of mine that are farmers, and they said, you know, there's no better time to, to talk about solar to farmers than this year. And the reason why is they have no control over politics and they have no control over weather, but for the first time you can say, and in that that listing, it used to be they had no control over their utility costs, but it, you can say to them, well, at least one of those three things we can now give you control and certainty over. So that's the main thing that I think we try to educate people on is in, in the whole of your life, one thing was for certain, and that is you had no control over your utility cost. I mean, unless you move, you have... That utility and whatever that utility wants to charge you is what you're going to have to pay. But solar gives people control over something they've never had control over. And that is so important. I mean, agri is the largest industry in the state of Arkansas. And so to be able to go to that industry with this new industry and this new technology and say, we can help you get control over this piece of your budget, it's just, I mean, I don't think there's anything better than to be able to do that.
0: We did an article in our Arkansas Agriculture Magazine earlier this year, an extensive article on the future of solar energy for farmers and ranchers, and one of the farmers that we uh, featured was Troy Hornbeck of DeWitt, and you were telling me that he's one of your clients now as well.
2: So the Hornbecks are a great story because they actually have two different solar arrays. Both of those were designed and installed by Seal Solar. One of those, and the reason they had to have two arrays is because they had two different utility providers. So you can't cross in that. So we designed one solar array um, and located it at one of their utilities, that those meters. And then we, as Josh spoke to earlier, net meter aggregation, which is huge, and especially for them because they had a coffee shop. Um, that was also on the same utility as that farm and some of those meters and they had a house that was on that same utility. So we were able to design and install that, that right at their grain bins. And you see that, I think, in your article. You guys had a great picture of Troy in front of that, uh, that solar array. And so that solar array is offsetting the meters of that farm. A house that's offsite, and then the 420 Turn Row coffee shop that they own in downtown DeWitt, and so, and then they have a second system that's on a different utility that is has a similar story. So, the beautiful thing for them is it's not only helping their farm, but you know the Hornbacks are they're a big part of their community. Um, They're giving back in different ways, and so. You're, that solar is actually helping the coffee that that community's drinking in the morning, and and the farm, and power their house. And so that's a really, you know, to be able you're you're killing multiple uh, multiple stones with that production. So it's, so that's a really their story is just a really unique one.
1: You know, these farmers have meters and wells scattered throughout their land. It's nothing for a farmer to, you know, have, you know, several hundred or thousand acres that might have 30 to 40 well pumps all over their land. Right. And those well pumps are energy hogs. They yeah. use a ton of energy. Exactly. And so what solar can do is we can do one large array and offset multiple meters on the one person's farm. So it's not that you have to have a solar array for each one of those meters. You can get the economies of scale of doing one large array and offset multiple meters within the same utility.
0: How does this help poultry growers uh, and their chicken houses? Kind of talk about that. We've talked about row crop agriculture, but talk about poultry.
1: Big fans with large horsepower that push a lot of air use a lot of energy, and so especially in the heat of the summer. And so what we're finding is poultry farmers, again, just like row croppers, anybody else, didn't think there was a way to, uh, to change that expense, you know. They're getting, they're getting tightened from their integrators and tightened from all different sources, but that's one thing they couldn't tighten. So this is what solar, again, is providing a way for them to, you know, get, get a little bit more out of that radish. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you've created and just recently established a partnership, Josh, with uh, another company called Lightwave Solar uh, for solar generation projects here in Arkansas for farmers and other government entities. Talk about why you created this partnership and how Lightwave is going to help you do even better.
1: So Lightwave is one of uh, the largest solar firms in the region, and they're about seven years ahead of us as far as experience and and bumps and bruises and, and all the stuff that comes with you know growing pains. And so uh, we been on a couple of jobs, and they beat us once, and we beat them once, and then we ran into each other, uh, Chris Kasaja and I, at, a, uh, at an energy, advanced energy event, and just kind of, you know, we, we clicked. You know, we understood that our cultures were alike, and that, you know, we understood that we, we need some of his experience, and he wanted our local relationship and boots on the ground. And so we just kind of started exploring. Came over to dinner at the house, and we just, you know, uh, figured out that maybe it's better that we work together than than battle against each other, and so far it has worked. We're uh, w- we've done one project so far. We're in the process of starting another one. It will be the largest county-owned solar array in Arkansas. Um, so you know, it, uh, it 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 the benefit is we've got we've got some of the local relationships, but they've got a great experience. So combined. Um, were easily one of the largest solar companies and most experienced solar companies in Arkansas.
0: Well, and it works, it's a win win for both of you.
2: It is because it allows us, uh, Josh and I are big proponents of economic development. So, you know, we certainly want to see this industry grow in the state of Arkansas and we want to see it create jobs in Arkansas. And so, this was a great way for us to help grow jobs here but bring in you know, that deeper well of experience that, you know, we're seeing outside of Arkansas. And so it, it does allow you to have the best of both worlds because, you know, it's really important for us that uh, we grow, that we, ha- we be good stewards as this industry grows mm-hmm. in the state. And this is one of the fastest growing industries in America. And so we want to see Arkansas take advantage of that. But, you know, the way to do that is to grow jobs right here. And so this, this teaming agreement that we have with LightWaves allows us to do just that. And serve our customers very, very well.
0: What have we not touched on uh, as we wrap this up here this afternoon? Uh, what what can you guys add that uh, you know our listeners need to uh, to know about solar energy and and then contacting you guys if they want to reach out and learn more?
1: Sure. So we kind of glazed over this, but specifically there are some USDA grants yeah. that are a big deal, and such so much of a big deal that they will pay for up to twenty five percent of a solar project. Mm. And so now you're looking at 30% tax credit, 20% depreciation, another 25% grant, and literally you're saying by saying no, you're losing money right out of the gate. And so th- that's something we also want to touch on is we can help the farmer walk through that grant process. We've actually submitted several applications, and so you know it looks tedious, but we're getting really good at it, and so we would love to help a farmer walk through that process and get them money. And it's not a loan. It's an actual grant. So I definitely want to uh, – touch on that there's two different sessions there's one that ends october 31st and there's one on march 31st and there's more details but um you know it's uh, <laughs> another another tool to help pay for solar and so um yeah that's definitely something i'd like to talk or wanted to touch on because you know it's a uh,
0: well they're familiar with taking advantage of usda grants and opportunities for all types of their production uh whatever it may be and that is important for them to know that and and it just is a no brainer as you said earlier so heather how do they reach out to you guys to get more info
2: go to our website which is www.sealsolar.com and there's multiple ways on there for them to do a fast click and send us an email and with a little bit of information they could just go ahead and email us directly to info at sealsolar.com, or they can give us a call, 501-376-7325. And I just want to – Josh and our team is fantastic with those USDA grant applications. Um, I a lot of people that we meet are really scared of them, and I would say that that is one of the things when they call us and they say, I'm interested to learn more, but I don't really know anything about USDA. Maybe they haven't done anything in the past um, – We really offer kind of a turnkey solution uh, around those applications in that process and holding farmers' hands as they walk through it and other businesses in those areas. So um, we would love, if they have any questions whatsoever, just give us a call. Um, Fifty percent of everything we do every day is just education, Um, and that's the biggest thing for our industry is just getting the word out, and we just want people to give us a call and let us help.
0: Josh, ten years from now. Are we going to be driving through the delta and seeing solar arrays just all over the landscape?
1: Oh yeah, definitely uh, cost or you know costs are still slowly going down, but what's really happening is um, storage is also helping, and so these farmers are not just paying an energy charge they're paying a demand charge. whether they kick that pump on for five minutes in one billing period that's a peak demand and so what what we think will be happening in ten years is we'll also be cutting that portion of the bill down as well with storage and batteries and so um, I think it's a combo. I think it's solar panels plus storage. Well,
0: wow. Thank you both for your giving us a few minutes of your time today, guys, and uh, we look forward to seeing what the future holds.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: All right. I've been with uh, Josh uh, Davenport and uh, Heather Nelson here at Seal Solar in North Little Rock on this edition of Arkansas AgCast.